Hey everyone, I'm AudioNerd64. And I'm Big Nkrumah. And we are your gamer friends. Gamer, gamer, gamer friends. This is a Carly Rae Jepsen podcast. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, that was a superior album uh, in, in many ways. And I can't stop listening to it. Okay. Something has finally eclipsed Beyonce. Okay. Let me clarify. <laughs> let me let me clarify. I was listening like Beyonce had me in a choke hold, mm-hmm. and Carly Rae Jepsen has like loosened her grip around my neck. Okay. Not saying that the album that that Carly Rae Jepsen's album has eclipsed Beyonce's album. That's not, that's not what I'm mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It is. I'll agree with that. In fact, I think your words were much more um, positive. And I'm curious about why you've decided not to use the same kind of enthusiasm. I just don't want to be on the record. Uh, You're afraid that a specific friend of yours is going to hear... Actually, no, I do not care about Taylor Swift or her fans. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I said I said specifically with the, the loneliest night with the the now iconic bridge that audiences sing at her concerts and then just nod their heads to the rest of the song because it blew up on TikTok. I said, Oh wow, she brought back the bridge. Mm. She is saving pop music. Mm. And I want to denote that. Beyonce and her work is above these petty <laughs> arguments about genre. That's true. Just, I just want to make sure that's clear. Before. We had a whole conversation about uh, like divas and singers and things like that, and we were like, Beyonce's not in these conversations, and we realized that it's because she's above those conversations. She is in the way that Michael Jackson was above a, a lot of the things that were, were talked about regarding music at the time. Yes. There was Michael Jackson and then there was everything else. Yes. So this is not a music podcast. No. It is ostensibly a gaming podcast. (laughs) But we're doing things a little differently as we have been recently. Do you have anything to say? No, I love doing things differently. Yeah. Like how Carly Rae Jemsen did the bridge differently. Hmm. Brought it back to music. (laughs) been missing for a long time first of all i want to say that our network show player two is under the podcast they're doing a backlog on the off weeks so you're actually getting three episodes every two weeks from the gamer friends network and we just want to make sure that you're aware that the backlog is a whole like new show concept kind of and mike and friends Gamer friends. (laughs) Gamer friends, you might say. They are uh, (laughs) going through games that have come out already and, like, you know, we're not really talking about them anymore. But, you know, they didn't didn't play them at the time. And right now they're playing Outriders, which we did play at the time, some more than others. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of those. You didn't. But we will link that in the show notes below. You should definitely go check that out. I've been enjoying them immensely. 
especially when he's talking about games that I will never play. Mm. Uh, mm. I find that interesting. But this is going to be the first time that he's talking about games that I have played. And I'm excited to hear what he has to say. All right. And guests. And guests. I think Tim is a guest. Oh. I think I think that's right. I love that. I love this synergy. I'm just going to keep using that word anytime. <laughs> synergy? Anytime that's what, that that's you... people in boardrooms, <laughs> or I guess in virtual boardrooms in the metaverse, because we just copy and paste <laughs> offices now. Uh, in, in the, for 15 billion. For 15 billion. <laughs> Did you see that the furries have now made sign language in VR chat? I don't know how they did it, but some furries, they figured it out. They like, you didn't see it? Talking to it was like some person with paws talking to a fox. And then they were using sign language, like legible sign language. It's quite impressive. The furries are going to save us. I'm distressed. Look, when I saw those Antifa furries, I was like, you know what? <laughs> we are in good Pause. We're in good pause, scales, uh, claws. I'm here for it. This feels motivated to me. <laughs> does it? It does. <laughs> but I don't think we're ready yet to talk about what that motivation could possibly be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, dear listeners will have to wonder what the fuck that was. <laughs> um, and eventually we might. We might be able to share. No, no, something, something there. Nothing. <laughs> Scales. I feel very like you are trying specific to word. shame groups of people here. What? <laughs> <laughs> trying to say you always think about me. Absolute, no, no, <laughs> no, and I'm offended that you would say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, more importantly, more importantly, we wanted to tackle one big piece of news. And it's not funny, but it is a little funny. (laughs) Bayonetta, a game which you haven't played, right? Never played Bayonetta. All I just, every time I think about Bayonetta, I just think of Full Metal Work going, (laughs) like that. (laughs) Y'all are horny for it? Oh, listen, I saw some discourse on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of queer women who were upset that apparently Bayonetta in this new game has some kind of heterosexual encounter. And they were like, but she's for us. And not that I'm disagreeing. I have no dog in this fight because I have not played the games. I don't know what her character is like, et cetera, et cetera. All those qualifications out of the way. I know that a lot of straight men are very horny for Bayonetta. So I I don't particularly agree with the assessment that it was like a unilateral queer icon thing. If it was, straight men did not get that memo. That was not something that they were notified of um, <laughs> because many of them are horned. They missed the email. They, they missed the... <laughs> it went to spam. Went to straight to spam. <laughs> At any rate... The voice actress, Helena, what's her last name? I'm so done with the situation, I don't even remember. I don't, I actually don't even care to look it up. She voiced the first two games and then released a bombshell video 
Uh, well, like two weeks ago, a week or so ago. This uh, time is <laughs> time is melding together. Anyway, <laughs> in this video, she implored fans of Bayonetta to boycott Bayonetta three, which is imminent, isn't it? Like Tuesday, like tomorrow. I think it's- out, is it out already? It, it seems it's almost imminent here. in some way or another. It probably will be out before you hear this, maybe. I'm not sure. She said, Bitch, but I have my money. That's exactly what she said. She said, These motherfuckers offered to pay me $5,000. Was it $4,000? $4,000 to voice Bayonetta in this new game. And that's all she said. So obviously, the everyone was like, was like, "Oh my god, we're going to war!" That's wild. Four thousand dollars for a whole ass game. Burn the the bayonetta pre order. <laughs> put a bonfire on the bayonetta games. Like it's a wrap. It's over. We had her back. And then there was a whole conversation about voice actors and specifically unionization in games. And Blizzard just had another studios. QA testers unionize uh, the studio that. formerly that that worked on <laughs> some Destiny stuff actually before they got uh, shipped over to doing Call of Duty or whatever Vicarious Visions, and this is becoming part of the conversation. How could it be that a voice actor is being paid this little? Like, what's normal? And there were a lot of mm-hmm. uh, conversations to be had. There was some skepticism, which at first I think a lot of people were like. Okay, bro. You don't you don't think it's possible that you know this happened this way, and and it was it was kind of like, mm, do we believe her? And it's like, why wouldn't we? We know how all these people are treated. Mm-hmm. Well, a few days after that, Jason Schreier wrote up. Honestly, like just to, to pause for just interrupt you for one moment. What would we all be doing? Without Jason Schreier. Where would we be? Who would it be? I still can't believe he works for Bloomberg. Like, that is who is funding all this games journalism right now. Mm. Which is like, wow, because it's Bloomberg. Yeah. Anyway. So, he was kind of like, eh, it was 20000 according to what I'm hearing. But that's, you know, still not very much. And someone is obviously lying about the situation because she doubled down. Mm. Come to find out. Mm. And this is like a week later. <clears throat> All this time has passed. So much discourse has happened in between. She was offered substantially more initially. She turned it down. They countered. She turned that down, citing you know the fact that it's a billion-dollar franchise now at this point, which I actually think is a fair you point know, to me. You know, you know, look. Le- workers million? should be you're making paid. billions and you, I, you, you, a million, you know, you know? It's, it's the voice actress yeah, like, just you know, like that's up. that well <laughs> I, I mean I the, no the, the point is for her to talk jordan i cannot believe that you just <laughs> wait oh my god i'm speaking it from a business perspective if i was making a billion dollars on something and my voice actress that lent the main voice of the series like everyone is is horny for the art sure but you can't just have you know, Gilbert Gottfried come in <laughs> and voice Bayonetta. There is some value there. Could you imagine? I'm imagining it right now. That's there why I'm go. laughing. You're welcome. So the third one, she's apparently multiversal because that is a, a disease I'm, that we all it is, have. It's, it's, it's brain worms. We all have multiversal brain worms. 
I'm sick of it. I was sick of it. So she was going to be doing like a lot of different voices and stuff. And she was like, fuck you, pay me. And they said, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think we're doing over here? (laughs) They hired someone else who, by all accounts, is an excellent voice actress and also probably commands quite a bit of money and also is an activist for voice actors. So people were like, um, what's going on here? Right. And she comes out with the truth. And says, all that stuff happened. And when they finally came back to me, they were like, well, we just have a few lines we want you to do. And you can do those for 4000 And that's what she chose to base her video off of, even though she obscured the fact that there was all this other negotiation going on and requesting more money. That's a lot. Like, wh- why? At the end of the day, I don't think that her desire to be more well compensated for a game that is making a lot of money is wrong or bad or whatever. Yeah, no. These companies don't give a fuck about anybody. Like, there's something to be said about what quote-unquote fair is for a voice actor. (sighs) Not because I think that voice acting is easy or any of that kind of stuff, but like, I don't know. I kind of have a problem that anyone makes millions of dollars for doing yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, she's the voice of this character. You should you should pay her. Uh, not just fairly. Why not pay her generously? If you're making a billion dollars, <laughs> pay her generously. A billion dollars with a B is is a lot of money. That's so of money. much money. You don't spend a billion dollars making Bayonetta 3. No. Maybe you spend 500 million. Maybe? I I wouldn't I'm not even going to put a number on it. That's like GTA money, isn't it? I think. I've heard some rumors that GTA 6 is going to be like billion dollar budget with a B. I'm going to live in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it better be... That's the metaverse. (laughs) Yes, I'm here for it. (laughs) Anyway, I don't have much of a takeaway with this story other than we're probably going to be a little slower on the retweet. You know? There was a lot. I think as we always should be. Like, Mm. it's the internet, folks. Not that we can't automatically be in solidarity with workers, but also... Maybe the hot take should be a little bit lukewarmer. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I forgot the worst part. Oh. The part where she's like, mm-hmm. well, there's more. Well, yeah, I mean, all that being said, yes. So you she's know. still sticking with it and yes. is like, no, you need to boycott <laughs> Bayonetta 3 still. And instead of boycotting Bayonetta 3, what you can do is donate money. And here's a handy list of charities. And oops, one of them is an anti choice clusterfuck. <laughs> Yeah. So Homegirl has bad politics and she lied to the entire internet. Not that the company's response made them look very good or the situation in the first place doesn't make them look very good. It is a real ESH kind of (laughs) moment here. It truly, truly is. I hate, I hate to see everything about it. The discourse, the... The, the details, it's just, it's, it's too much. I'm tired. Yeah. It, it was a lot to take in. And uh, if you're anti-choice, fuck you. Like, I don't really have anything else to say. You deserve to get paid fairly for your labor. And, and also, you. yes. 
<laughs> it's exhausting. And things that I care about. Mm-hmm. The DC universe. How does Black Adam? I'm just asking because you care about it. <laughs> Did you go see it? App. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go risk whatever new variant of COVID is going to take over next to go see Dwayne The Rock Johnson do what he does in every movie except different costumes. I'm good. Hmm. Really? I don't know. Apparently everyone, like the the rest of the cast was very good and or whatever. And if you like DC things, you'll probably get some enjoyment out of this. But like, I still don't understand why this movie was made in the first place. I'm going to keep it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I feel like it's like if Marvel put out a movie that was like... Wonder Man? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like someone... More obscure, like Black Adam is such an obscure to me an obscure villain. I I can't even like make a comparison here. Like a Mysterio movie or something. I don't know. It's just weird. Whatever. I don't care. Is Mysterio weird? I feel like Mysterio is like mainstream. I, like mainstream, Spider-Man but like villain. he's a mainstream. But it's like obscure. all right. I, you know what? You know what I'm trying to get at here. It's, it's a little weird. It's always been a little weird to me. I think that The Rock said, I will join your movie universe universe. if you let me do what I want. Because you'll notice, he does a lot of Disney stuff already. So for him to not be involved in the MCU, I almost feel like is a choice at this point. Hmm. And not that I'm mad at that choice. what, What Marvel character could he, or would he play? Not could he, he can do whatever he wants. Unfortunately, he could never be in the Guardians or any of the Celestial stuff. Groot. Groot. Vin Diesel? Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, like, they're not going to be in the recording booth together, so it's fine. Vin Diesel Uh, won't have to fight. (laughs) I feel like like they're both petty enough. Probably. Like, don't even put me on the poster. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. That's fair. They just don't want to be, they don't want to fuck with each other. Anyway, Black Adam came out. Nobody watched it. Uh, and our people did watch it. We're disappointed. The it's same cool people shot. that will tell you that Batman v Superman is a good movie really, really liked Black Adam, which is all I need to know. Moving on. Warner Brothers have decided they want their own little Feige, I guess. Mm. And found it with James Gunn and... And someone else. I'll take the hit. You you were not you don't know the name either, but I will be the asshole and say as co we don't care. CEO <laughs> of what I think is now being just called the DCU, the or to differentiate from Are whatever you the sure? fuck. I don't I know. It's DCEU. I don't think it's EU anymore because I think they want to get away from Zach's stuff. But then like apparently they Henry just Cavill just said yeah, that yeah. he was coming back. DC don't want to I know that you don't care about this, but he left The Witcher. And yes, he it did. might be because, because he's coming of, back for yeah. Superman. But then there were some other things that apparently he's like a big Witcher nerd. Right. I mean, Harry Cavill is a fucking nerd. Henry. And, I just said Henry. Oh, I thought he said Harry. Oh, no. I like, I stumbled on it. But it was there was an end somewhere in there. Anyway, the writers apparently were mocking the source material in front of him. 
Oh, and so he might have just been not like, on my watch. Yeah, Liam Hemsworth. Could there be a less appetizing replacement? I'd rather they just kill him and make the show about a different Witcher. That's what you should do. I feel like it's going to be really funny when the screenshots start pouring in for that one because he's just going to look off brand. Like, there's, I'm kind of sh- like great value. Yeah. Girl. Like, not even just because, like, he's like, I don't know, like bad looking or whatever, but it's just like, what do you, how do you replace somebody? How do you replace your lead actor? Like, he has that? a this bond kind of vibe that Henry Cavill does not have. No, Henry Cavill is a man. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he's a he's a fucking That's nerd right. and he's a man. But he's gonna come back and do soups again. Allegedly. Uh, isn't isn't Ben Affleck like on like Is he? Uh James Gunn to me seems like the type of person that would be like, Yeah, let's just finish that up and then we can do whatever we want. I don't know. Look, I love the Guardians movies. Um I think what he did with uh Suicide Squad was fantastic. Oh, it was it's easily the best DC film. Yeah, but we're not doing revisionist history. Those jokes 10, 15 years ago were absolutely disgusting. <laughs> and and some should of not the have been maker ones were Yeah, they should not, not have been like either. thought up. Like he let the intrusive thoughts win on those. And I whatever. He has a new job. Hopefully reigning in DC. I kind of I just I don't want them to do a universe like the MCU. I just I'm like like not over a shared universe, but I'm over DC trying because and, it doesn't seem <laughs> it doesn't seem natural. It's not natural, and every time you want to have a little Superman cameo, you got to have him with his back facing the camera. Like we get it. Like yeah, everyone's busy. I'm like I, I'm sick of it. <laughs> the bigger problem to me, and I've talked about this before, everyone is a god. And you can't have multiple gods operating on the planet I don't agree at the same time critique. when you're grounding it in some kind of reality. I just don't think that that works. I do, however, I don't agree. know that they've already laid the groundwork for those things existing in the same universe. Not just because Amanda Waller is the same, but because the Peacemaker show, there's a, you know, spoiler, spoiler, I'm spoiling Peacemaker. Oh, it's been you. out for months now. Come on. There's a Justice League cameo at the end. Right. So, which is what I was referring to. Right. It is what you were referring to. But I explicitly want to say, I, I think that it's obvious to me yeah. that that's where they're going to go. I think if there's someone who is going to bring back maybe some of the charm, some of the wit, some of the humor that I do think Zack Snyder's universe was lacking. It makes sense. It makes sense to me. Because I think he can do both. I think he can do both. Even though I didn't love Guardians 2 when I saw it, like, looking back, it was not a bad movie. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Guardians 3. The trailer for the Christmas thing, one-shot Christmas episode was really cute. It's very cute. I'm excited, I guess. Yeah, so, you know. I'm surprised they got Batista to do that, too. TBH. Oh yeah, he's out, isn't he? Drax is almost to it. certainly getting dead. killed. <laughs> because 
not only did he say that he didn't want to play the character anymore, period, but he said that he wouldn't do it without Gunn. And so if Gunn's last thing is Guardians oh, yeah, 3, yeah, yeah. anyone who has attachment to him is going to be dead. I mean, let's check his big enough, but I don't know if Dave no, Bautista's going to fetch a large, you know, who knows? Who knows? I, I just don't think that he's essential to the universe for him to warrant that kind of check. No, I he's not. Think he's really good. He is really good. He's really great in the role. I love him, but he is not a linchpin of the MCU. Unlike, I would like to say, by the way, in general, well, I not think that he is good in a lot of the things that he is in. Yes, except for Dune, because I feel like he didn't get to act. But whatever. I thought he was good in Dune. I, what did he do in Dune? Well, he didn't do anything. He stood he around good. and looked menacingly. Well, That's it. It, was, it was effective. Okay, whatever. You also completely derailed my. So transition. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Please. Quantumania. Oh, yeah. They're going to get their asses whooped. Listen. But also, Ant-Man is the most important Avenger. Again. 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 Amazing. That's. Now, I think that's part of the joke is that, you know, because everyone's like, ha who's Ant-Man? Ant-Man's the most important Avenger. That's who he is. And always going to have been. There, yes. <laughs> there is some stuff in that trailer that... Links, I believe, mm-hmm. to things that we have seen in this phase. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if another one of those things will be in the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. Because much like the first two phases of the MCU, they didn't really connect. It did take a minute for, like, we all knew what was happening after Iron Man, but it, like, took a minute for them to be like, okay, yeah, here's all these niggas. The idea of a team coming together, we knew, but I think specifically that they were doing Infinity War... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was not revealed until Thanos was revealed. And then even then, we're like, he's here. Right. He, he's here well, after the first Avengers movie, but it's like, where does, what are we doing here, you know? But then we slowly were told, oh, these were the stones. So I think that we have now seen several artifacts that I believe to relate in some way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm also trying not to do the thing. You are, yeah. You started. You started up after that, after we finished that trailer, and I said, you need to to take a breath. In our spoiler cast for She-Hulk, I did make perhaps a bold prediction that I am standing by for Black Panther. I can't. I'm going to pull that tape. I'm going to pull it. (sighs) I... I'm really excited about this. Yes. I love the Ant-Man franchise. Absolutely. I don't understand why they recast <laughs> Cassie. You know what? But she was in a suit. Like, Young Avengers is happening. happening. It's happening. It's happening. They got, children's lives are going to be put in danger. <laughs> and you know what? I think it's about high time for the MCU to get to that point. Okay. As I said in the spoiler cast, I think that Secret Wars is like all the adults get yeeted and something happens earthside that young avengers gets to deal with that's what i think okay that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking we're we're i think it's too easy is it too easy i don't know i think it's too easy we'll see who knows maybe just the team gets formed Uh, who knows anyway we're not going to speculate we're not going to speculate we're past that we've evolved it's looking good though and i will also add to our spoiler cast from She-Hulk mm-hmm. that we did not talk very much about like 
her power or any of the like ability to shift back and forth and you know what Hulk was up to. Like we kinda we kind of skipped and glossed over those things. Is there Much anything like the show that did. you wanted to <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you wanted to perhaps add? No, I think she's dope. I can't wait to see how she's utilized later in the MCU. Um, like, I think she has a particular, like, personality and, like, dynamic that we haven't seen in a, an MCU character. So I'm here for it. I'm, I'm just ready to let the media wash over me. Mm-hmm. 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 I just want to shout out that I thought that the like creature of the week stuff was really fun. Like mm. the the cases. The cameo of the week too. <laughs> yes, the cameo of the week. And I don't think that we talked enough about how fucking awesome Daredevil was. That relationship was really fun. But more importantly, I thought Daredevil himself was just it was a good representation. We got a hallway fight. We did. It made me like want to go back and watch some of the Netflix daredevil and it's making me really excited for born again you know there was one time that i was in the same room as charlie cox there is there was it's crazy there was a time and it wasn't recent no is that the thing yeah i keep it in my office Mm -hmm. we're looking at a relic we're looking at proof that you were there i was there rest in peace to the great stanley um speaking of homosexuality where what (laughs) What? <laughs> Who's homosexual? What are you? What? what? We're just always talking about it, so. Talking about some homosexuals. <laughs> Madonna. I, I could not believe. I believe that Madonna was talking to her and literally got high on poppers in front of her. And then denigrated black women the next day. <laughs> <laughs> she said, y'all talking about dick? I've been thinking about dick all my life. It just made me want to play that really old recording. You know that, like the. Oh my you know, god! You know yes. What, I mean? <laughs> what What's the name of that? I can't remember her name. The, the the singer. Let's just be very clear that black women have been doing it for far longer than Madonna has been alive. <laughs> exactly. That's that's she's the blueprint. Maybe Madonna did it for white women, but not for black women. I'm so sorry. Hey. Um. What a tangent. Only on Game of Friends. Homosexuality. We were going to talk about our two favorite games, basically. Yeah. But through the lens of, of, of que- really queerness. Yeah. I should, I should say. I should yeah. be clear. I mean, like, so we all know that my favorite game is Apex Legends and that I have what some might say is an issue. Mm. I think it's an issue for a gaming podcast host because I <laughs> need okay. to be playing a game. Sure. And here sure. I am. But, I, you know, and... Watching, I think, the reactions to the latest Legend Catalyst, who is a trans woman, uh-huh. coming out. Or not, she's not coming out. She's already out. But, you know, the, the character is now out uh-huh. to us. And watching people's reactions to Call of Duty. And I'm like, oh, Apex Legends is Call of Duty for queer people. Yeah. I, I the gays love Apex. Much like Critical Nintendo Theory, I think that Apex Legends is like a queer space. <laughs> <laughs> Not the subreddit, but... Oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> but like, to have not just one trans character 
who's a trans woman and out and talking about it, but also not entirely about it. Right. Um, that's not the only trans character. Like, we have multiple trans we have characters. Multiple trans characters. And one has been in there since launch. We don't talk about very frequently. No. Shout out to Bloodhound. Bloodhound, non-binary, they, them. Love that. From Jump, from launch. And I just, I find the unabashed queerness of the game so refreshing. Isn't, like, literally half of the cast... I think Queer? so. I think I notice when there's like straight people, because <laughs> it's it's, just, it's Lifeline, Octane, Caustic, Wraith, apparently Mirage. Mirage is questioning. Oh, really? Yes. Mirage oh, is I, that's news to me. Uh, Horizon, Watson. I think that's it. Those are all the cishets. Is Revan like? We well, Revan really it doesn't count. really count. Yeah. Unfortunately, Pathfinder doesn't count. But I would count him as gay. <laughs> I would. <laughs> no, Pathfinder has Pathfinder. a girlfriend. He, oh, that's Ash. right, Ash. Okay, yeah, we cannot count the semi like from in the yeah, queer we're not counter. Gonna, we're not going to count the. You're right. I forgot Pathfinder. But everyone yes. else is either bi or gay or queer in some way. I love that. And I love that. That's for us. so. It is. I think it's a majority because it. Bangalore, uh, Seer. Oh, Newcastle is in the other count. Damn it. Ugh. Okay, so let's let's just count Disgusting. the clears. Disgusting. Bloodhound, Fuse, Fusehound. Ugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bangalore, Valk, Loba. Catalyst. Catalyst. Seer. I think you already said Seer. And I don't think, whatever. Gibby. Oh, yeah. Who are we missing? I should know as much. Oh, damn, crypto straight too. As as, as much Oof. as we know. Maybe maybe it's like a 50-50. Which you know what? That's better than real life. But I'll take it. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. That's true. We're Apex, well represented. Well represented. Apex is for is for the queers. And yeah, I mean it's interesting. We were watching the reveal or one of the trailers for the the, the character trailer for Catalyst. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that, like, you know. She, like, brings up her transition as something that was difficult for her. And you said, I wish we can get to the point where it's futurist in a way that, like, being trans is, like, not, you know, an oppressed class. It's not, like, difficult to be and function in society. In the same way that, like, you know, like, what do we have trans flags for in cyberpunk? Right. It's the future. Aren't we over this shit? Yeah, I don't know. I agree to a point. I feel like Apex is really the only one of the only pieces of game media where like I feel is futurist in that way. Okay. But I do want them to I want someone to like really push it, you know? Yeah, I I think Apex comes close. I it's not like it was a bad representation. No, 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 no. But I get your I, I feel I feel similarly. I want people to just be queer and it not 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 matter, but like right. you know, it doesn't have to be the defining trait. My of. favorite game, as we all know, Destiny, is also really queer. And I'm gonna put in the show notes a video that a friend of the show's friend uh made, <laughs> Rowan, who came on and talked with us about Destiny earlier in the year. Um 
is connected to a lot of awesome people in the community. And one of them makes YouTube videos occasionally. And the most recent video is about all of the canonical queerness in the Destiny storyline, including some collagers, people who have LGBTQ parents, uh, mm-hmm. many different LGBTQ parents, actually, and then just queer people in general. And I think we're also very much in a 50-50 spot. Like, most of the major characters <laughs> are canonically queer in some way, including a lot of the side characters and all that kind of stuff. Their lore doesn't really develop in the same way that Apex's does. Like, Apex, you get videos and in-game dialogue and, like, that kind of stuff. Destiny makes you read. Yeah, it's all <laughs> it's all uh, reading that you can choose to do or Boo. not. Like, I don't know if in the game they've done that much to confirm the relationship between Saint-14 and Osiris, for instance. Mm. Like, everyone knows that. And I do think that it's very casually, like, talked about, but it's not really defined. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of almost goes in the opposite direction of what I'm... Or, not opposite direction. It's the pendulum swinging too far in the direction that I was talking about with regard to Apex. Like... Mm. There's a trans villain in the in the game, Oryx, but there's no discussion about it. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so in some ways, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it just is what it is, and no one's skeptical about it or questioning it or whatever. But I also think to a point, you want to, like, draw some amount of attention to it if you're going to use the story to validate or incorporate or include trans people, queer people, etc., Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder what the what the actual sweet spot is. I think the sweet spot is society <laughs> progressing a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like hard to. Excuse me, we're talking about video game progress, not actual <laughs> progress. That's a whole different podcast. Oh no, not me talking about politics. No, we don't want to do we that. Can't do that here. It's like the conversation about like how art what art should do. And I'm like, it's kind of moot because it's under capitalism. Like, we're never going to see. (laughs) Or like, what journalism should be. It's under capitalism. So like, what, what the the idealized sort of like definition here is kind of like marred by the context. So, you know. Fair. It's a little difficult to sort of pin down. Which, you know, is part of, I think that is the answer, you know. Yeah. I, I think that both games are doing a good job. Yeah. I wouldn't know about the second one. Way better than most other games. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to uh, call Duty Star adding rainbow flags. Can you de-escalate situations by aiming your rainbow-colored gun at civilians? Why on earth would anyone want to play a game like that and draw attention to the fact that they might not be cisgender heterosexual that's true yeah no i mean fuck we learned our lesson in rocket league rocket league i was like oh my they are homophobic out here (laughs) i don't yeah i don't think i would (laughs) not 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 in call of duty yeah no i i don't think that that would be safe to do unfortunately and also fuck blizzard still like as far as i'm concerned but that's a whole other i mean that's a whole other issue you know yeah, we're not playing Overwatch 2, but I'm yeah. also not going to shit on people who are. It's not. Anyway, you had 
um, you or have a big update coming up, new season starting, yeah, that's like right. very soon. New, new legend catalyst. Uh, excited to hear. It looks great. I love defensive characters. I think it could be especially fun to play. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we have enough of them, so I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited for her. Uh, passive is to yeah is to block Bond doors and shit. Doors. And I was like, that's the passive. Oh. Oh, we'll just be doing that for you. Oh. And it's a new map. New map. Fifth map. Fifth right? map for Apex Legends. It's been um, I've been playing this game for years. Isn't so many this the years. third year? No. It's we were the fourth year. I think it's four. We've been playing I've been playing Apex came out pre-pandemic. Did it? It did. Are you sure? Yeah, I am absolutely sure. You want me to look it up? Look it up. It must have because I, I, I deemed Apex Legends my depression game, which happened before <laughs> the pandemic. I see. Okay, came out in 2019, February of 20. It came out a whole ass year before the pandemic. I remember it came out very early in the year, and thinking that it was trash. Yeah, I did. I mean, just looking at it, I didn't really enjoy it that much. I'll to begin with, but you know, look what happened. Um, on the horizon. The next time we speak, I might have something to say uh, about God of War. Exciting. We also still have um, a booked guest who, you know, we'll 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 pull out that interview when we when we need to or Love when that. we desire to. But that's going to be all about City Skylines, which I have been maybe for the first time in my life committing. To a city. Yeah. So, like, the thing that Jordan likes to do is he'll start a city and then be like, oh, no, this is trash. And then throw it all out. Yeah. And then start a whole ass new city. And I'm like, okay. I mean, like, you know, I never judged you for it. It's like, you play the way you want to play it. Or I'll find a new map. Life and time. And I'm like, oh, this map, you know, it's, you got to This is going to be the map. Yeah. We're going to really use the map and spend a lot of time in this map. And then you're like, oh, no, the, Pedestrian walkways are wrong. Time to do something else. <laughs> so I don't know. City skylines is is a lot to me. It gives me a headache thinking about it. Well, it's a little. It's like like if Planet Zoo is an Excel spreadsheet game, and City Skylines is a spreadsheet game. It's like a spreadsheet with like ten different tabs in it. You know, like you can have multiple spreadsheets in your in Excel, mm, and mm. but they're all like related to each other. Two. It's like you do something in tab five, something in tab 20 is fucked up. I will say something completely out of ignorance that I believe strongly to be true. Okay. And that is that the modding culture in City Skylines is much more intense and I would argue much more necessary than Planet Zoo. Absolutely. Um, no, Planet Zoo is a game that you can play vanilla. Yeah. City Skylines, so I've learned. If you want to play vanilla, you have to really try. Yeah, and even then, you want to be at least lightly modded yeah. if you if you want to have like any chance on the in hell for dealing with your traffic, for placing buildings in aesthetically pleasing ways, and not just in the zoning grid because that is often a, a recipe for disaster. I I hear you losing interest by the second, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> is it the silence say, like. <laughs> Like, what are you hearing? <laughs> I'm going to quickly say uh, that I'm really enjoying it. And while you're already bored, um, 
really I, are assigning things to huh, me. I, I want to be clear with the audience that I'm aware that The Sims 5 was announced, not technically The Sims 5. It's a project, but like obviously it's The Sims 5. And I don't know how I feel about oh, that. Interesting. I feel like I put a lot of money into The Sims 4. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm willing to do it again. It might be the kind of game that I say, hello, this is really nice to watch someone else do. But I mm-hmm. don't necessarily feel the need, especially if they ship another vanilla package that like doesn't have seasons, doesn't have certain life stages, doesn't have like color swatches and things like that. Mm-hmm. If if we're well, I would I would think that all that stuff would come in from four. Like they would like keep the stuff that they did. Oh, you sweet summer child. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's not how that works. Oh. No, any any base Sims game, you go back to like the basics. There's oh, a day and night cycle. They don't No, because they can sell you weather. So why would they include it in the base game when they can sell it what? to you? Oh, that sounds awful. That's I, why you have to buy the seasons. No, pack no. So you can get I weather. Would, it feels like that should be iterative. It's like, oh, okay, like once we introduce seasons, that's just something that you know you just copy and paste that shit in the next oh, one. Oh, that's so. That's so. I mean, you I know should that, be in charge of EA. I know that is not how game development works. I make copy and paste jokes all the time. I understand that it's not how things work, but uh, no, that's not how that they don't keep. No. You don't, you can't be a werewolf in base game five. No, 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 um, no, no. But I mean, think of it logically, though. I mean, it may not like like no capitalism. Hashtag no capitalism. <laughs> Let's remove the the monetary incentive from this. It's kind of difficult to have that commerce. Didn't I just say it was difficult sure, to have? Fa- fine. <laughs> there kidding, are I'm now kidding. so many <laughs> DLC packs for The Sims. The Sims 4. Wait, so the Seasons is launched, a DLC pack? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yes. So are pets. So are... Pets. Yeah, you can't have a pet in the base game. No. That's whack. That's not how that works. Oh, no. So is, like, laundry and... What? Uh, What else? What's a really good example? Well, I was gonna pick up The Sims, but no. now... <laughs> Going on vacation is a, is a pack... Eating out at restaurants is a pack. Like all this shit is is a is monetized. You're paying to play a cartoon version of your life, often the most mundane aspects of your life, yeah. like school, and they sell it to you. Going to high school was is a pack. <laughs> they sold it to you. <laughs> Do you so like? Could you go in the metaverse in The Sims? I'm not going to answer that question. I I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> a and B. I think I that would, it would really talk take the metaverse. It, it brings it all full circle. No, truly. I won't be. I won't be discussing anything that loses fifteen billion with a B dollars. You don't want to talk about going into a virtual. Do you office know how many people you could feed with that? How many times over you could end world hunger? Elon Musk would know. <laughs> Do you know how many times over? You could house everyone or like. But what if we just got rid of money? Just tax them <laughs> down to one billion. No one's allowed to have more than one billion dollars at any time. If you have more than a billion dollars at any time, it immediately, immediately. 
immediately just gets distributed the the number of bank accounts in the country that you live in divided by Jordan, so that, that, a dollar Jordan, divided that, by like we all get we can't, a no. three hundred millionth of a cent no, we can't. every time, no. and our bank accounts will skyrocket. That's not. We will all no. have so much money. See, because having a billion dollars doesn't mean something if people aren't living in abject poverty as, at the same time. So <laughs> there's no profit incentive uh, for people to keep working if you have all of your needs met. <sighs> well. Uh, I think that's as good a place as any to end yet another episode of Gamer Friends. I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. We're worried that we wouldn't have too much to cover. And, and look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Good reference. His face is just beat the fuck up in that trailer. I can't believe it. He said, I'm going to go to the gym, my man, my boy. Rough. We all saw those men's health pictures. Yes. He has been in the gym. Mm. 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 Him and Ryan Coogler. Mm. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if for some reason you still like the show, please tell a good friend about it. And you know what? Why don't you just bring two or three so they can suffer with you? <laughs> <laughs> I know you are fucking <laughs> lying. <sighs> we are also very appreciative of our patrons who help bring you this incredible content on a bi-weekly basis. <laughs> or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Thank you to Abner, Emma, Enya, Sarah, Nerdy, Shuli, Cody, Mike, Aime, and Alex. We're so appreciative. Also, we want to make another shout out. Player Two has entered the podcast. We will put a link in the show notes. You should be listening and subscribing. You should be backlogging with them. It's a good look. It is. It is. Synergy. Synergy. And we will be back here in about two weeks. It's really hard for when when you do that and you essentially set up for me to say deuces and no, steal it from I've you. Ne- no, you could just say goodbye. I, I actually think I should steal it from you because you steal and we are your gamer friends at the top. Actually, yeah, I'm going to keep stealing deuces from you. I want to keep doing that. So yeah, no. fuck you. Deuces. No. Deuces! I'm quitting. Oh, he's quitting. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll leave the sound of you hanging up with fucking headphones. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, that's right. Get out. Leave. Leave. Open the door. Shut it loudly. That's good sound design. Thank you.